everyone to the baker turtle podcast i am your host mr scott baker and uh, today we are having a one piece time episode we are going to be talking about one piece but i'm going to try to uh this is not a chapter review this is not uh reviewing what's been going on in the story this is more of like i want to talk about some of the themes and um and morals and stuff and ethics that one piece writes about and portrays in the story. And um, I've said this many times on the podcast. I think that One Piece is one of the greatest pieces of fiction or even just text or narrative that's ever been written. Um, and it's got very, very uh, good uh, themes and things that it teaches. A lot of uh, good points that it makes. And it, it's very good for young people, I think, to to read because it helps um helps them develop some some great morals and and ethics and stuff like that and the 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 theme that i'm going to be talking about today um is redemption so um when it comes to redemption what is redemption in the first place you know it's kind of a big word um we kind of have an idea of what redemption is but um if you were to ask someone to define it i think they would have a, a hard time trying to define it but um, I'll give the, the, um, dictionary definition first, and then I'll kind of talk about what, what I think, like a little, add a little bit context to it. But, uh, the definite, the dictionary definition of redemption is the act process or an instance of redeeming. So redeeming, what does that even mean? Like, I hate when, <laughs> um, uh, that de- definitions use kind of like the root word in the in the definition because like now i gotta look up what's redeeming what is redemption whatever so um redeemed all that stuff so another definition is recovery of something pawned or mortgaged i guess you know that's a different um so it's it's all all the definitions i see it says an act of redeeming or atoning for a fault or a mistake or the state of being redeemed so atoning that's that's a little bit more context atoning for a fault or mistake okay Uh, So let's look up redeem. So um, what is redeem? Redeem is to buy back, repurchase, to get or win back, um, to recover ownership. So what what I the way I'd say I'd take this is you make a mistake, you do something wrong. And what do you lose? Because because obviously because redemption, redeem, it's about getting something back, right? Atoning to get to receive something back from what you lost um and what is it that you lose when you make a mistake or you do a fault uh you usually lose the respect of the people around you you lose um your reputation you lose um like uh the people around you you kind of lose your character you know like the who you are like the image of who you are the good image right if you have a um a track record uh, a um if you have um a reputation or whatever and you lose that reputation you lose this um this image of being a good person all this stuff because you make a mistake and all this stuff how do you get that back how do you or how do you get accepted back into society right like um people have the idea that if people make mistakes, some people believe this, that if people make a mistake, that you should just cut them out of your life and just, you know, forget about them. And like um, when you you scale this up into a society wise, you know, talk about like uh, prison, you know, prison reform and um, crimes and criminals and stuff where people make uh, mistakes and um, the redemption should be like you, you atone, you, you know, and then and then we, we can talk about the steps of what it takes to become redeemed, right? Um, usually it involves like uh, remorse, an apology, making amends, atonement. Um, and then that's all from, you know, the, um, the, per- the with whatever word, the perpetrator, for lack of a better word, the, the, um, um, 
the person making the mistake. That's these are acts and decisions they have to make. But then also the people around them, the people that um, recognize the mistake, whatever, they also have a part to play in this redemption process. And it involves forgiveness. So um, we're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to be taking our first break here um, and then. I'll get into how this relates to One Piece. I'll talk a little bit about how One Piece addresses redemption, some examples of it. And then I'm going to try to scale it to the broader sense of um, society today and how we can um, how we can take the wisdom from One Piece and try to apply it in our everyday lives. So uh, we're going to have our first break. Like I said, first off, we have Hope. Um, it's opening 20... 20 i think i don't know it's from uh, whole cake island it's one of the um the opening songs for that um but anyways let's hear it guys that is hope and uh let's go into one piece so one piece when it comes to redemption we got to think look at who are some of the examples of redemptions and what does redemption look like so in the story you know we have villains obviously it's a manga it's a battle manga we have bad guys just typical good guy bad guy stuff and we have um and some of the early villains we have buggy the clown we've got arlong um you know, this is East Blue stuff, and we've got, um, and then we move into the Grand Line. We've got obviously the Baroque works. We've got Mister Three, Mister Two, Mister One, Crocodile, um, and then moving on from there, we go into Skypea. You know, obviously Eneru um, is is a bad guy there, and then um, you know Wipers kind of portrayed in a villain way. Um, you know, and then and then there's fighting within the groups. Um, what else? And then after that, we go to Jaya and then you see Bellamy. Bellamy is a good example of redemption. Um, Bellamy is a bad guy. He's just pure. Like there's nothing. I mean, at first glance, there seems to be nothing redeeming about him. Um, and, uh, and then we, and then we see, uh, then, oh yeah, that was part of Skype before Skype. Sorry. Um, and then after we come back, then that's when, uh, we go to, uh, water seven and, um, Frankie, Frankie's a great example. Frankie's first introduced as a villain and as a bad guy. You know, they steal the money from Usopp um, and beat him up and and all that stuff. And then uh, what else? And we go to Eddie's lobby. Um, Actually, let me rewind a little bit back in Alabasta with the Baroque works and Crocodile stuff. Actually, um, Crocodile's uh, number one partner there was Miss All Sunday, a.k.a. Robin. So she was first also portrayed as a bad guy as a villain and then uh as most of you should know um eventually she became um she's actually good and she joined the crew so 
Um, Frankie and Robin, both first introduced as villains and now um, have been redeemed. And, and you can see this throughout the story. I can, I can go on. Um, you know, Kuma is first portrayed as a bad guy in Thriller Bark. Who else? Um, you know, some of the supernova, I guess, are seems seem to be um, look, looking like some bad guys. Uh, obviously, the Marines seem to be bad guys. Um, the story kind of portrays them. But, you know, we do see a little glimpses of um, of some good natured people in there. And then um, we go to then, you know, we have the time skip and then we go to Fishman Island. Um, uh, who I don't, I don't know if there's any redemption in Fishman Island. And then we go to Punk Hazard. We see Caesar. He's the main guy, the gas scientist guy. Uh, he's a bad guy, villain. He gets his ass beat. Um, Smoker is oh yeah, Smoker is one of the Navy guys, and he's you know at first he's introduced as a villain, and then slowly but surely as time goes on, we see you know there's parts where you know help help each other out. And uh, one of the main arcs that kind of deals with redemption is the uh, Impel Down arc. So this, I got to rewind. This is before the time skip. Um, this is after the Sabodi Archipelago where they meet the Supernova and and Luffy um, and his crew get split up by Kuma. And Luffy's on his own. He's trying to save his brother. So he goes to the prison to try to break him out. And along the way, he sees uh, basically the whole prison is bad guys, right? They're all prisoners, criminals. And it's a, it's a jailbreak, so a lot of the people there um, have redemption arcs. And um, so Impel Down's a great one. Uh, let me fast forward again. Let me continue. So after uh, Punk Hazard, um, you know, we see some redemption, a little bit of redemption there. Aokiji, the ice guy, the uh, Admiral um, Kuzan, he, uh, he gets a little bit of redemption in there. Um, then we move on to Dressrosa. What about Dressrosa? Um, uh, hard to say. I don't think. Oh, oh, oh uh, Don Chin Zhao. That's a great one, I guess. Um, Don Chin Zhao. And then Dressrosa, the biggest redemption there is Bellamy. So uh, I will primarily be talking about um, Bellamy uh, and some of the, the villains um, earlier on that I mentioned. And then after Dressrosa, we go to Zoe um not much there and then we move on to whole cake island what about redemption there uh, a little bit yeah a little bit of redemption there as well so let me just okay without after giving examples let's just go talking to talk about uh, some of the villains so buggy first introduced as a bad guy uh one of the first main bad guy actually the first main guy bad guy besides like alvito or whatever but um, for the most part throughout the story he's been like an antagonist but he's he's a clown so it's um you know, it's 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 a joke. It's um, it's he's a comedic relief, but he's a bad guy. But um, eventually, like, for example, in uh, Impel Down is when one of the next times we see him, he is a key factor in helping out Luffy. And um, and one of the main things I want to focus on, especially late in the later half of of this um, theme is how Luffy approaches redemption. So I think you know we are looking towards the hero to um, as a role model, as to intimidate, to not intimidate, to imitate, and to base um, uh, our admiration on, and to and to copy and uh, um, ameliorate, right? Ameliorate. I think that's a word. <laughs> um, so we have to kind of pay attention to the good guys and how do they handle redemption. So um, Luffy, when he encounters a bad guy, it's not that he. He sees people as good or bad. Um, he kind of sees most people neutral at first. Um, and he doesn't really judge ahead of time. He doesn't make a lot of judgments. He he just he has his own goals that he's trying to pursue. And if somebody gets in that way or um, or gets in his friend's way, he does something about it. It's and it, there's not a lot of judgment involved. Um he just looks at people's at people's actions, right? Um, One Piece is a very action-driven um, narrative that uh, shows behavior and action and stuff, and it's not a lot of thinking. There's not some manga and some um, some narratives, some uh, fiction, some stories, whatever. They 
show a lot of what the characters are thinking, some of their motivations, their mental processing and all like that. You kind of get a, a more well-rounded idea of what kind of people they are. But the, One Piece doesn't do that that much. It's more of just like, let's just let's see how what they do, how they act, and then just judge it from there. Um, so I, I like that approach because it it allows the idea of redemption, I think, um, because you, you, you don't hold. There's not many grudge holding or resentment held, because if someone just changes their actions, changes their behavior, then it's all good. Um, and I think that's a very wise way of of thinking about it, because it's not, you know, when you're trying to defeat a bad guy, when someone is doing something wrong, it's hurting people and all this stuff. Uh, I, I don't think if, if you have to, if you can only pick one goal of like what how what would you want from this? Uh, what, what kind of outcome? What kind of conclusion? I don't think it's a it's wise to to instead. How do I put this? I don't think it's wise to make the goal to punish the bad guy, to make the bad guy um, uh, suffer in a way or get their um get what they quote unquote deserve or punishment and 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 all that stuff it, over I, I don't think it's wise to do that over um changing the behavior and having everybody around healed um to um, make amends and to fix the situation right sometimes um getting revenge and and getting and giving what people deserve in a negative way like uh, punishing and and all that stuff I, sometimes that can have a backfiring effect um, it could actually, you know, you may think that you may think that it it helps the situation when, in fact, it makes it worse. So um, when it comes to Buggy later on, he does end up helping out Luffy and he helps him achieve his goal. So that's uh, as Luffy already def- beat him up, already defeated him. And Luffy kind of really has no more. um nothing more to do with buggy he does he's not in his way anymore buggy is not um doing hurting anybody he's not he's not basically he's not doing any of the bad behaviors and he's not acting badly anymore even though you know in the past he had so it's not like luffy sees him and is like um and won't won't talk to him won't, you know doesn't stay away from him because of that it's kind of like oh yeah hey you're here um i you know you're that you're that one guy right um uh, well I'm doing this, so peace out, or you know, whatever. He just kind of focuses most mainly on his own goals, and um, and sometimes goals align, and you're trying to accomplish and achieve something that if you if one goal is achieved, then it helps the other person's goal, and this is basically what happens in Impel Down. Luffy is trying to get all the way down to the bottom to get to where his brother is, while also the prisoners are trying to escape. So, um. It, it's better for Luffy to achieve his goal if he has people to help him out as and to be distractions and all this stuff. So um, and why would they why? And the prisoners are actually not getting in Luffy's way because they're not trying to get to the bottom. They're trying to get up to the top to get out. So they're not going to stop, try to stop Luffy from doing what he's doing. So there's no um, there's like no animosity between luffy and the criminals that are there and some of the criminals there again like i said are uh crocodile and mr three and mr two so i'm gonna talk about the baroque works right now mr three the candle wax guy um back in little garden you know he was a bad guy he was um luffy and them made made friends with the giants and mr three um mr three harmed the giants and you know this does not fly well with luffy so he at that point he became someone he has to stop and and then he was um he was hurting his friends and all stuff so mr three messed up by first you know being the bad guy taking bad actions and all that stuff and that was when that that was why luffy beat him up and after that he had nothing more to do with mr three he couldn't care less moving on to number mr two mr two when they first were introduced they were friends uh, when they were first introduced and it wasn't until later that he found out that he was a bad guy and when they did it, it was very it was very weird because they first met as friends and they didn't know that they weren't supposed to like each other so that's um so that's interesting because when you first when you get to know someone 
Um, you you see their character. You see how they are. You see past like the uh, the agenda, right? What what are, what are they trying to accomplish? What is the agenda that they're doing? And uh, so you get to just see them by their actions, behavior, and all that stuff. And when that was first shown, they got along. And it wasn't until that it was revealed that he was part of um, the organization that that they became um, what uh, enemies. What's the what's the word besides enemies? I don't know what the word is, but but yeah. So um, Mr. Two had started off as being a friend, and he he's been more of a friend than a, an adversary. That's the word adversary than um than other villains but because he worked for an organization organization that was villainous in nature um he just took on that role and the same with a uh, crocodile so crocodile is one uh, one of the um more evil um bad guys more evil villains and uh you know he he did a lot of pain a lot of uh, hurt harm and uh, almost destroyed a whole country a uh, country that was um, owned by one of Lucy Luffy's friends, Vivi, and you know, so it was hard for him to. Uh, he, he doesn't really forgive him for that. So it's not like they're good now, but it's but they're not. They're just not getting in each other's way anymore. And the crocodile was there at Impo Down, and um, and it was actually uh, I think it was Jinbei's idea. Uh, Jinbei, he was also imprisoned there and he, he said that Crocodile could help them out. And, um, you know, like they say, an enemy of my, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Uh, I guess that's in a way, as long as they're also not your enemy, an enemy of your enemy and, you know, someone can have more than one enemy. So if they're also your enemy, then and they're not your friend, but, um, but yeah, so in this case, Crocodile wanted out. And Luffy was trying to get back out now, now that Ace wasn't there. So why not team up? And uh, they didn't get in each other's way. And it's actually like the redemption that starts to happen. Um, because after, okay, after the villains do the, do their, their bad deeds and their actions, uh, Luffy usually defeats them. They're defeated. Um, they are disgraced. They're uh, shunned, exiled, imprisoned, whatever whatever have you um about it but at that point it's over in luffy's mind it's over that's the end um there's no grudge carried on there's no like okay there's uh, more like i have um unfinished business there's no unfinished business when it comes to luffy um it's like we're gonna we're gonna get this business settled once and for all right here right now uh, let's fight a winner is you know who decides justice and um so every time Luffy has gone through and defeated the villain, um, he's never had a situation to where he doesn't like that person anymore after having defeated them. Um, it's it well, it's hard to say in that in such definitive terms like that because there's still there's still like the the hurt, but there's that door that is left open. For them to change their ways. I think Luffy cares more about them changing their ways than punishing them for their past. And uh, that's the mentality that I'm talking about. That's the that's the road to redemption. And I think um, I think that's the, the right approach. And as we, as we move on, I want to focus. Now I'm spending a lot of time talking about all the other shit. But I want to talk about Bellamy. Uh, Bellamy is probably the biggest example of a redemption, redemption arc. Um, when, so let me just briefly discuss what it's about. Uh, when he first introduced to Bellamy, um, they're at Jaya, they're in the bar, they're talking about trying to go to the Sky Islands, they're trying, they're asking for help, and Luffy and Zoro and Nami are laughed at by Bellamy and his crew. Um, Bellamy's got a big ego, a big head, because he thinks he's got a high bounty, um, because he's early on in the Grand Line, he's, uh, he's got his devil fruit, and he just kind of runs that town, he has a big name, Doflamingo, um, as his boss to back him up he's an underling but he thinks he runs that town and um and he kind of judges people based on their bounty and it's just he has he has the wrong mentality and and he is um we don't know this yet until later but he's actually um you know a puppet 
for Doflamingo. And, you know, that's that fits Doflamingo's theme because he's got the string, string fruit. And he's a puppeteer. So he's he uses people, manipulates people and and uh, um, and tries to get them to do his bidding and all that stuff. So that's what basically Bellamy is. He's a, a pawn for Doflamingo and he has subscribed to Doflamingo's ideology and um, and it's trying to usher in a new era of piracy where it's just all debauchery. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Like there's no it's it's lacks the romance. And I think that's one of the key elements, key themes of One Piece is romance. You know, the first chapter is called Romance Dawn. Um, it's it, romance. The word romance isn't mentioned m- m- very much in the actual story of One Piece. But um, when you think about what is romance, like uh, romance in One Piece or in general, is adventure it's uh it's the un it's the it's the adventurous spirit let me look up what uh romance is and see if i can find a good definition uh because I, I feel like the first few definitions of romance might not describe it very much but um actually it is right here um so romance definition a medieval tale based on legend chivalric love and adventure or the supernatural or a, a prose narrative treating imaginary characters involved in events remote in time and place and usually heroic adventurous or mysterious um or something such as an extravagant story or account that lacks basis in fact so actually uh the dictionary actually has the perfect definition for romance that i'm looking for so romance is that um adventure that narrative of imaginary characters um who are heroic adventurous all this stuff and bellamy is like the antithesis of that he's the opposite and um, and he is quickly humbled, quickly humbled, uh, literally in one punch. He uh, he highly underestimated Luffy. And one of the biggest things that I think is uh, underrated about how that section um, was handled by Oda, the author, is how Luffy reacted to to Bellamy because. You know, Bellamy's spouting off how, like, the dreams are f- fake. Like, Skyline's not real. Like, this is all just silly pirate stuff. It's not, you know, it's just all fantasy. It's, it's, you know, he's basically try- saying it's just a dream and it's not real. So stop, like, wake up and, and stop dreaming for adventure when, um, you know, we're pirates and just steal, drink kill do whatever you want to your heart's content and because luffy is the definition of romance he is like he is uh all about adventure all about that stuff he he this is what makes luffy uh intelligent is that he recognized that he understood the assignment (laughs) he understood bellamy and what it was and it's and there was no no amount of arguing or fighting back would have done anything um they were being they were being beaten up bloodied being thrown and they were ridiculed humiliated all that stuff luffy and zoro and uh, luffy ordered zoro not to um not to react don't do anything don't uh, hit back don't get upset don't get angry nothing just stand there and take it and i i could i need i i could think about that for hours or why why and nami was pissed Nami was there with them and she didn't understand Luffy. She didn't understand why. Why are you guys not fighting back? Why are you guys just taking it? Why are you just letting them just say all this shit to you? Um, And I think because Luffy knew it's more of like Luffy felt bad for Bellamy in a way. He kind of just like he saw through Bellamy and saw the um, saw the like not that what's the opposite of happiness um not sadness it wasn't sad but it's just the lack of love of joy the lack of joy um in adventure and romance and so it's just he didn't want to there was no punishment needed there and so like i said he quickly um later on it wasn't until um that they did something to his friends that he went back and and uh defeated bellamy in one punch and humbled the fuck out of bellamy and that was the last time we've seen bellamy and then now i want to talk about dressrosa so um i'm gonna uh, let's take another break and then i'll, I'll talk i want to talk again 
uh, continue about Bellamy's redemption. And then I wanted to talk about it and apply it to real life now and how we can take the lessons from Luffy um, and how redemption is uh, handled in One Piece and how we should apply it in our life. So we're going to take our next break here. It is uh, called Fight Together. Um, it is opening, I think, 14, something along those lines. It's it's right after uh, the war um, in uh, Marineford and when it's Luffy's flashback as a little kid. And uh, it's one of my favorite openings, if not my favorite opening. So here we go, fight together. guys that was fight together and uh i'm i'm trying to find the the chapter um where bellamy sees luffy again um uh, back in uh the coliseum and uh and give me give me some time to to look it up i'll, I'll make sure i skip the the um the time that i'm looking and then um and then i want to talk about that all right guys so I finally found it. Uh, it took me a while, but basically, when Del Bellamy meets uh, Luffy in Dressrosa again, they're part of the Colosseum battle, right? Um, but Bellamy basically um, confronts Luffy um, because Luffy is disguised right now, but he sees past the disguise and he mentions, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, I went there. I went to the Sky Island." So one of the first things he he mentions Luffy was like, "Hey." And he also says, I'm not going to laugh at you anymore. Um, so taking that first step, Bellamy taking that first step to be like, hey, admitting, look, you were right. And like admitting that he was wrong and he actually, you know, went there. And uh, but then he, he he mentions, I'm not going to laugh at you anymore. Um, I think that one of the things that Luffy is uh, one of the his best traits um, and unique traits is that he's able he has exceptionally high uh, emotional intelligence he he gets a good feel on people and can kind of um get their um true intentions and and we get a little bit of hint later on during the whole cake island um arc when he's fighting katakuri that part of luffy's observation hockey and the way he's able to perceive uh, has a lot to do with people's emotions and um and their feelings and stuff like that so he, he's starting to get a different vibe and he's saying he's changed. He's different. Bellamy is trying to mention this, but he says, you know, we're still, you know, not on good terms. And at that point, Luffy's still apprehensive, like, oh, like, hey, you're that you're you're that one guy that beat up uh, my friend. But they don't get instantly get into a fight and there's a, a talking of words. And while Bellamy is fighting, this is the key thing. Uh, while Bellamy is fighting, um, Luffy is watching and he notices that um that bellamy is he's starting he's 
towards the end, he's one of like the the last like top five um, members of the Coliseum left. And Luffy yells out a um, some words of encouragement for Bellamy. He says, you know, hang in there, Bellamy. And um, this resonates really well with Bellamy because, you know, Bellamy, when it comes to Bellamy's arc, he he's trying to gain the respect of his boss, Doflamingo. He um, he he wants to um, he wants to be of use. He wants to you can he he's trying to find his place in life and he sees himself serving Bellamy, I mean, uh, Doflamingo, and he's trying extremely hard to be accepted. Um, he wants to be an officer. He wants to be part of his men. He, he's doing everything he can to be part of Doflamingo because he, in his own words, he said he respects him so much. He, uh, he won't betray, um, Doflamingo because he respects him. And I think that line right there is what resonates with Luffy. The fact that because Bellamy respects Doflamingo, he won't betray. So he sees a sense of loyalty there. He sees, um, like even though it might be misplaced, um, he has he does have a code of honor. Uh, he does have some redeeming qualities that Luffy picks up on, and uh, and so little by little, Luffy's starting to see that you know Bellamy is changed a little bit. He he isn't so pessimistic and and um, antagonistic. Sorry for the uh, motorcycle sounds, guys. Um, anyways, and so because of this, uh, one. Um, Bellamy loses in his his tournament, and because of this, Doflamingo sends down an officer basically to um, to give Bellamy the order to take care of Straw Hat to kill Luffy. And Bellamy's kind of like torn in this. He's like, "That's I got to do that." And it's and then you got to think about it, like when he did fight Luffy, he got demolished. So he's like, "Now I got to face up against. I got to kill Luffy." This guy, and then when he's he's told that he what he thinks about is when Luffy gave him words of encouragement in the Coliseum. So you can see where his motivation is starting to go. He's starting to, you know, those that those redeeming qualities are starting to get out, come out. And um, you have to think it's it's based on um, on Luffy willing to give Bellamy another chance. He doesn't immediately dismiss um, dismiss him, um, and because Bellamy was able to humble himself enough to go tell Luffy he was right about the Sky Islands and that he's not going to laugh at him anymore. Um, that gained the respect of Luffy. And it's like this building mutual respect. And he's, you got to have, you got to reach out that hand of forgiveness of like, okay, you know, that that's in the past. And um, yeah, what you did was messed up, but um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm extending that hand for, and to reach out to the good part in you to reach out to the good part in me and um when bellamy is given the order to kill to kill luffy um he is actually ends up uh being told that doflamingo sent is a uh, dellinger one of the officers he sent dellinger actually to take care of bellamy to kill bellamy and um and because of this he his world is shattered like he this doflamingo this guy he's trying to gain the respect of who he respects so much that he wants to follow to the ends and he wants to like this is the person he's pledging himself to his loyalty that this guy wants him dead that this guy doesn't give a fuck about him that he's just using him and that revelation um comes at grace great uh, suffering to his character and it, and it isn't until later on um at the end of the arc dress rosa when um luffy is trying to get up to doflamingo to defeat him that even then even though even though it's ob painfully obvious that Doflamingo is using him, he's using him as a puppet, and he's literally controlling Bellamy to attack Luffy. Even though Bellamy doesn't want to um, at that point anymore, and he knows that Doflamingo doesn't care about him, and this the whole time that's what Luffy's trying to tell him. Luffy refuses to fight Bellamy. Um, Bellamy keeps attacking Luffy. Luffy's like, no, like at this point, at the end, towards the end, um, he considers Bellamy a friend and um because of what happened during the coliseum like they uh he ends up you know not getting in his way helping him out and uh and luffy's very forgiving when someone is willing to turn into the new leaf and that's that's the that's the quality that's the 
trait. That's the characteristic that I think that a lot of people need to adopt uh, is this sense of, hey, you know, when people make mistakes, um, especially those who have um, admitted their mistakes and have are trying at least trying, you know, clumsily and 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 uh, not perfectly, but trying to uh, make things right, make things better. Um, making that easier, you know, not try not don't like not making it hard for the person to to um, to apologize and and uh, and yeah, and I want I, this is I want to play something for you guys here. Um, this is where I want to transition into more like the real life stuff. Um, this is Jordan Peterson on the Bill Maher show, and they're kind of talking about the whole idea of Trump being a bad guy. And all these Trump supporters who support him, and there's a and Trump has a lot of supporters, a lot, and right, and 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 Trump isn't obviously um, uh, Trump isn't uh, a good guy. Like he's he's uh, he's not somebody that you would want to um, uh, be a a role model of how to act and to ameliorate, to imitate, and all that stuff, right? This isn't somebody you should respect, all this stuff, but a lot of people do. And this reminds me of the whole Bellamy situation, right? Um, there's these people who just pledge their loyalty to Trump, even though it's placed in the wrong, it's it's misplaced, this sense of loyalty. But, you know, people are, people, in my view, are um, by nature good. They want to do good. I think people get the um, um, a sense of meaning and a satisfaction from doing good things, um, even when when people bad people who have done bad things for their whole life and they do a, something for someone else and they feel a sense a, a sense of like wow like they of pride of helping someone out like that's just that's something that happens spontane like naturally. Um, that happens um regardless like it's it's what's the word it's like it's not forced it's it's natural like it's a natural feeling that people get that you can't control that when you do good things for someone else you get a sense of good feeling back and it's a positive reinforcement thing but i think people mostly want to do good to do to do good and with all of trump supporters you know so many they can't all be bad like they're not all we're not like they're not all bad and and um and we have to give people benefit doubt and realize that you know their their loyalty is misplaced but in their minds they might not be there yet they might not understand it yet and um not to be so arrogant and uh self-righteous in the sense that thinking that you're you're being loyal to the right people that you're being um that you're on this righteous path and you're you're on the correct path like that kind of mentality needs to be um pushed down and humbled in the sense of like you know we're all trying our best to navigate through this world and um and yeah so anyways i want to play this clip real quick just the beginning just the question i think the question is is um important for us to answer so uh here we go here's the clip it's called the moment jordan peterson asked a hard question about trump to bill maher mistake about it it's locked and loaded <laughs> can i ask a can Trump i ask a like, like question I get about this yes i mean please. i've been listening to yeah. all of this about trump and watching how this conversations go in the u.s and i have yeah. one question about it i mean there's all these people in the u.s who are on the conservative side who are aligned with trump for all sorts of reasons and there's all this tension around his presidency and attempts to pull him out of his office for various reasons and i what what do you think will happen if that comes to pass? What, what do you think will happen to these people that have identified with Trump? And, and like, how is it that, that that Democratic types, for example, are holding out their hand to say to these conservative types, sort of like, welcome back into the fold? Because it looks to me, from an, out, from an outsider's perspective, that, that your country is polarizing in a way that's not good. And that, you know, people are going after Trump. And I understand that. It's not like I don't understand that. But... There's all these people that elected him and that are identified with him, and they're they're not taking this well, you know. And so, well, they're not. They're not. It's not. And you know, you might not think they're very bright and all of that, and and you know, they're backwards and 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 all of those things. But but you, but you know, 
you need to have respect for the rest of your citizens and if your if your country isn't going to pull itself apart and i really see this happening from an outsider's perspective when i come down here and i lived in the states well, for a while and it wasn't like no, this before if he if he was just a regular republican president with republican policies i would say you'd have a point but what what is so alarming is the assault on democratic norms what we were talking about mm. here today things like threatening to put people in jail threatening to put journalists in jail wanting military parades praising dictators wanting to be a dictator i mean we are at a moment here this is i try to impress on this on the people who are too young to remember a lot of presidents and a lot of elections how incredibly different this is than anything that ever came before i never much liked the other republicans who were in office but i have a renewed respect for them george george bush and mitt romney would not have tried to pull this shit they just wouldn't what about nixon Nixon got caught, and he gave himself up, basically. Well, although, he, although this president makes the Watergate burglars look brilliant. Right. <laughs> well, but it, it, it seems to me that it's not point. We can, we can be as tough as we're being on the president, I think we should, for all the reasons you just said, Bill, without telling his supporters that they're stupid, without saying basket right. of deplorables. If we want to bring them around to what I would say is a more enlightened uh, kind of thinking, and if we, want, if we want them to see Donald Trump as someone who's turned the presidency into one long infomercial for Mar-a-Lago, you know, we're, we can do that without saying to them, you've been duped, you're chumps, you're dumb, you're deplorable. And I think we need to talk to them with more generosity than we do. Alright, so, I don't know if you're, especially that, that last guy, I think that last guy um, had made some great points, but um, you know, the way Jordan Peterson mm -hmm. framed that question, he, he framed it in the way that I'm kind of talking about, how you gotta extend that hand to the other side, and you got to offer you got to give the opportunity for redemption and i think if you don't then it just keeps people apart it doesn't bring people together and i think um this has been one of the main themes of of one piece as well is that luffy has this his biggest strength his biggest uh, uh his best quality isn't his strength isn't his endurance it's not this or that it's his ability to bring the people around him together and to back him up. He's able to gather allies like 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 nothing. Like everybody he goes everywhere he goes, everybody he goes, they end up helping him out, helping him achieve his goals. He gets people together, he brings peace, he goes to um places where there's like tyranny and and um chaos and like all these these disorders going around and Luffy just brings and like unleashes chaos. And, and from chaos, something new can be reborn and order can be restored. And and Luffy is this is the Tao. He's the way he is the in between of chaos and order. Like he when there's too much order, he brings the chaos for rebirth because chaos, um, you know, the um, the yin, um, the um, the the feminine, the 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 archetypical mother like this, this, this side of the side of symbolism brings about new forms, new things. Um, you know, obviously chaos is is can be scary because it is new and all this, but um, it, it it brings forth potential, right? And um, and he then also brings order in the sense that if there's too much going on, um, he can it can. Uh, I mean, well, in my in my idea, it, uh, Luffy is more of a of a, an agent of chaos rather than an agent of order. Um, but because he's able to disrupt the, uh, the corrupt, um, systems and bring forth new potential and that's, that's chaos in it, in of itself. So, um, him able to, him being able to do that, he, he's, he gains allies by, um, liberating people and, and all this stuff. And, and in doing so, which is the key point, this is where I think is overlooked. The key point is that there is no grudges held when he defeats his enemies. Um, it's it's done at that point. Like you lost. Like like and there ha and then his and and be I think you know people will say like oh that well that's up to the bad guy. The bad guy first has to make amends and apologize, and he needs to do that first before we can forgive. And you know you you may have a point in that, but I don't think that that opportunity that door is left open. I mean, if you don't have that open in the first place, if you don't allow that to be a possibility, then it makes people who may want to apologize to amend for their wrongs will can sometimes double down and dig their boots in in deeper 
and and um and stay stubborn if you're not willing to give them that wiggle room of forgiveness and i think um uh, and my this is my um my way is just that i think it it it's on the on the the forgiver the forgiver's responsibility in my opinion to foster that kind of na- of relationship the possibility of a relationship and luffy embodies that perfectly and i i think bellamy's re- redemption arc um shows this uh um perfectly and i think by the end of it you know luffy considering bellamy a friend and and bellamy yeah bellamy admits when he's wrong he's crying and it, he's having um a, a death uh, and a rebirth moment where he's he's realizing something he never realized before that B- delfamingo doesn't give a fuck about him that he's being used and that he followed the wrong person. He made a mistake that everything he's done up until now has been for for the, uh, the wrong cause. And he's acknowledging this. He's recognizing it. But his loyalty, his honor is so strong that he can't allow himself to go back on that. And that and in a way, in a weird way, that is a redemptive quality that Luffy recognizes and he refuses to attack Dolph- uh, Bellamy. Until he had no choice and until Bellamy asked for it. But Bellamy, in a way, it's kind of like he was he was egging Luffy on and trying to get Luffy to do what was right. Bellamy knew that Luffy had to get past Bellamy to defeat Doflamingo. It's almost like Bellamy wanted Luffy to defeat Doflamingo, but he couldn't do that. He, he, he couldn't go against his own coding to do that so he just like made he he made luffy defeat him and luffy didn't want to but again um in a parallel way he he defeats bellamy um but it's 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 polarizing and how it was in in jaya in jaya he did it was a one punch knockout and bellamy was this cocky arrogant self-righteous um egotistical all this stuff everything and so cocky and all this stuff and luffy humbled the fuck out of him and had no um no what's the word like no uh good feelings towards him like he he had no he didn't he didn't really care he he had no um i don't know how to how to put it in words but he didn't really you know see him as he did now and the second time that he considered bellamy a friend now he had to fight his friend and same thing, one punch, but it, it was a total opposite effect. And uh, and the fact that he did that and afterwards, um, it, we see little glimpses of Bellamy actually um, starting to find his own way. He wants to find his own way. And I think that will eventually lead him to supporting Luffy. Um, but anyways, that's... That's just that's the redemption uh, that I kind of wanted to talk about. I could I could have gone into more if I actually um, um, you know studied and and took notes and read chapters and if I did that um, then it would have been much more structured. But I would have taken a lot more time and I, I like to do these quick and they're pretty they're good enough I think. But um, that is the theme. This is the theme of One Piece that um, I think is is important that I think we should take in and to adopt and i and i think it would have lasting effects in real life and i think this is something that people don't do um and that they should so um anyways uh we're gonna take our last break and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here and and, uh, call it um call it a podcast but um our next song that we're gonna be listening to is brand new world um this is the opening during the any's lobby arc uh but give it up brand brand new world
Alright guys, that was Brand New World by D51. And um, yeah, so I just want to um, say thank you all for listening to the podcast. I know this one's a, a different one. This is One Piece time, so it's it's mostly talking about One Piece. So you kind of have to know what, what, you're, what One Piece is about to, to kind of listen to this episode. But um, hopefully this, this can click with some people on what some of the, the major themes in One Piece and why um one piece matters so much and why i think um it has some uh, beneficial ethics and morals and things that you can learn and take from one piece and in this sense it's redemption and like i already i'll just briefly go over again you know buggy redemption arc was uh you know in prison uh, impelled down he helped luffy achieved his goal um and luffy holds no resentment towards him same with mr three mr two mr two you know is a friend like the, all these people are now um helping luffy achieve his goals when at first they were in the way of his goals and and after after defeating defeating the villains you know that's that's it for luffy you know it's it's done and that's it there's no uh holding grudges afterward no resentment no holding like this ill will animosity all this stuff it's um it's over and then he's he leaves the door open for everybody to be a friend everybody to be um an ally and uh you know allies don't always have to be um friends either um they could just be somebody who who doesn't get in your way and who who supports and helps you and you know other villains uh crocodile um as well as uh, caesar clown you know caesar ended up helping out luffy during the whole cake island arc to help save sanji by being a gangster gastino so you know this this theme of redemption is is re always reoccurring in one piece and uh continues and and um I'm looking forward to seeing who uh, any more redemption arcs as well. You know, Caribou recently in Wano, he has been um, helping out as well. So uh, like like One Piece has said, you know, Luffy's greatest trait is his ability to gather allies. And um, and I think one of the key reasons why he's able to do that is his his um, his uh, uh, not demeanor, but his. Um, not mentality his uh what's the word uh sentiment uh sentiment his uh like his his temperament yeah i think that's the temperament i think that's the word i'm using all these words i can't find the right one um and, and this is my that's my one of my biggest problems but it's something like that. i think it's temperament uh or sentiment uh temperament something like that um where it's like his 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 um his per perspective his, his the way he sees things and the way he acts and the way he he views the world um and uh and yeah and this this it that is what leads the door open i i don't think it's on the responsibility for those um who make the mistakes to well it's they have some responsibility but i think the the people who are there to forgive also hold some responsibility it's not all the responsibility of the perpetrator the person um uh doing the mistakes they yes they should um uh feel remorse apologize make amends atone for their mistakes but at the same time i think it's equally as important that somebody leave that opportunity that door open for the redemption and to be able to extend that hand and to be like hey welcome back to our side to the to the side of the good and i think we should apply this in real life when it, whether it comes to uh right now the whole russian ukraine situation situation we should be doing that with the russians you know uh, the russians aren't our enemies they're not our enemies um they're not doing anything to us you know in the famous words of uh, muhammad ali when he was um told to fight in uh vietnam and and um he said you know they they never did anything to me uh, why why should i go over there um and attack some um some some people who are different than me for to help basically to uh for these politicians for these people in power we're fighting their wars they never did anything to me so um you know just remember that if unless people are doing something directly to you getting in your way hurting your, you hurting your friends hurting the people you love um then um consider them an ally you know if, if their goals align with your goals um no reason to be enemies um we need the help of others we can't do 
we can't do this alone. We, we can't live alone. We can't um, create a better society alone. And the more people on, on the side of good, the better. And even if we can't exclude people who have made mistakes in the past, then you'd have nobody on your side. You know, everybody makes mistakes and everybody um, hurts somebody eventually. And if we always uh, judge people by the mistakes of their past and um, hold the grudge and resentment, then we're never going to get anywhere. We always have to um, have that that um, opportunity for forgiveness, the redemption, and give people that chance for redemption. Redemption is important. And um, I think it's one of the key things that will lead us to a brighter future. But uh, that has been, this has been the Baker Turtle Podcast, guys. Thank you all for listening to this One Piece Time on Redemption. I hope you, um, I hope you have a wonderful t- day and uh, hopefully you guys can tune in next time. If you guys want to listen to more episodes of the One Piece, po- I mean, the, not the One Piece, uh, uh, Baker Turtle. If you want to listen to the Baker Turtle podcast, um, I do more One Piece times. I also do regular uh, conversations like this uh, that are not talking about One Piece. So um, you guys can look for that uh, anywhere that you find podcasts like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, CastBox, anywhere you can find podcasts, go look up Baker Turtle. Uh, I am there. Also, I'm on social media at Baker Turtle 17. You guys can follow me there. And um, yeah, if you guys want to support uh, me, then go on, hit a follow, like, comment, everything, uh, rate. I would love that. But um, until next time, everyone, peace and love. Remember, peace and love. And we're going to end this podcast with Bon Voyage by Mika Ogawa. Bon, bon.